What's up, red people? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It's your girl, Red. I appreciate you for being here. Let's roll into this show, okay? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Thank you so much for being here. As I said before, if you missed it, my name is Red. And if you're wondering why I call you Red People, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Get it? Got it? Good. So, um, if you hear an echoing, I'm recording in a different space. I'm actually in transition. (laughs) I'm in transition to something new in my life and I'm excited about it. I am nervous about it, but hey, right now I'm not home and, you know, quick spoiler alert, might have something up my sleeve later on in the show. You never know. So... If you hear an echoing, I'm trying to keep it from happening, but if you hear it, now you know what it is. For my people that listen extra hard for the noises in the background, okay? Now, I know, I know, I didn't post the episode last week, but just with everything going on, and I know that's probably the time I should speak the most and different hosts have different opinions you know this is how we speak up the most for those who mm -mm, me i needed a moment to process everything from the shootings in el paso the shootings in dayton the mass ice raid or the biggest ice raid in american history i believe in mississippi not just in America, but it happened in Mississippi. I believe they brought in 633 people, I think was the final number. Or it was either 608 or 633. I believe the last number I saw was 633. It's it's like I couldn't I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't muster up the energy to to try to make y'all laugh or make you not think about what was going on in this world. And I had to kind of step away for a week. But I am back. My prayers and my heart and positive energy and everything that I have to send is with, excuse me, the families in El Paso, the families in Dayton, the families who have been affected by their loved ones being taken. And what's worse is, They were taken while their children were at school. These people were picked up at work, not doing anything illegal, not doing anything wrong. They were at work. And they were snatched. Children's mother and father were snatched away from them. And they didn't know anything about it until that bell rang for them to go home. And nobody was there to pick them up. But you still want to say America is the greatest place on earth? No, not at the moment. Like, uh, we got work to do. America, we genuinely got work 
to do. So my prayers and everything are with those families. And I don't really want to focus, put too much focus on that this episode. This week, i rather give you something to laugh at. Give you something to not make you forget, but to kind of ease the pain a little bit. To kind of shift your, shift your atmosphere. Shift your mind, if you will. You know? But just... A, a quick, quick message <laughs> to those who think that terrorism is a form of mental illness or who try who are trying to use that as a scapegoat for the people that's causing these mass shootings. It's not. Please stop. Terrorism is terrorism. These are domestic terrorists. They're going after people in their own country here. Mental illness is not to be used to disguise terrorism. We have to call a thing a thing. You are a terrorist. And a lot of times it's white people. Like, I don't want you to be offended when you hear this white people, but come on now, talk to the people in your race. All right? Um. So, yeah, that's that. And to the people who think that the video games are to cause for these mass shootings... And Walmart moving the displays of violent video games. And I believe at one point they were talking about not selling them anymore. As though, oh, this is the reason why we need to stop exposing our kids to this at a young age. Some of y'all need to stop exposing your kids to the men that you're sleeping with. Once and twice and three times a week. They see them more than they see they. Oh, never mind. Mm-mm. Back up. I'm sorry. I'm not here to judge. I promise you, I'm not. But to those who think that the video games are to cause for the mass shootings because of the violence, I just got a quick message for you, and I wrote it down so I didn't forget anything, okay? So here we go. To America, my generation grew up with motor combat, <laughs> the attitude era of WWE, Tekken, and Donkey Kong. And we are out here hitting people with stone cold stunners, running up to people yelling, finish him, and snatching their heart out or chopping off their heads. Nor, <laughs> nor are we roundhousing people or just running up and throwing barrels at bitches. We're not doing any of that. So please stop saying that, oh, it's the video games. It's not. Because we're fine. We're fine. Not everybody is doing this, okay? Worry about your child and why they thotting and bopping on the internet. Now, why are we talking about thotting and bopping? If you're new here, this is the episode. This is the episode. This is the segment just scrolling, and I haven't got to say my favorite line yet. So you know, I'm just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet, and. I come across this video of this father who apparently took over his daughter's Snapchat. And he said to the punk ass little boys, stay off of my child's Snapchat. I know she a thought. I know she, uh, she wasn't raised like that. I know y'all are just responding to what she's putting out, but I'm telling you now, stay off of her page. 
her mom jumped in and was like, yeah, stay off her Instagram page. And if you think you're the only boy she's talking to, she has many boyfriends. And like I said, the, the dad was like, help, uh, we're, we're, she, him, words today, Jesus. <laughs> we, she wasn't taught, taught to act like this. We know she a thought. Matter of fact, y'all unfriend her, unfollow her, undo all of this. Help us unthought this thought. <laughs> That's not funny. It's not funny. I don't know, sir. I don't know why you thought this form of parenting was was gonna work in your favor. But apparently, he he wanted the internet to help unthought his thoughts. Why are you calling your child a thought? Now, if she has some thoughtish tendencies. Say that, but you flat out calling your child a hoe. I, I mean, if you've accepted it, hey. Um, but the fact that you're on her Snapchat means that she's not grown, which then means she's a child who you pay the bill on the phone. Why not just take the phone? It's different ways to parent, you know. A lot of people were like, "Well, he went, he did too much." Um, she's going to be embarrassed and bullied at school and da, 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 da. If she on here shaking her ass and stuff on the internet, she already embarrassed. How people, she already don't give a damn how people view her. So at this point, the daddy, now should he have done it and basically flat out called the child a whole, no, but because there was other ways to do it, but to say, well, he's doing too much. And what are the kids going to say about baby? They already talking about him. They're going to say that, look, well, at least the parent is stepping in because some, a lot, the parents don't step in and they know what their child is doing. But hey, moving on, once again, scrolling across this ghetto ass internet and my friend sends me a DM and she said, uh, it's somebody posted something and I'm going to give y'all a synopsis of what I read. Okay. So apparently this woman writes in this group for advice and this group on Facebook for advice. And she says, basically, four years ago, she slept with her best friend's dad. Mm hmm. We're going here. She slept with her best friend's dad and ended up getting pregnant by the daddy. Well, she never told the best friend. The child is now here. The child is four going on five. And the baby is starting to look a lot like the daddy. The best friend's daddy. And also the baby is starting to look a lot like the best friend. <sighs> like she said that the baby, they look like twins at this point. So the best friend is starting to ask questions like, okay, hey, who's who's the dad? Who, you know, we look like who's who's the dad? Why the dad ain't never around? Whatever. She said the best friend and the child have a close relationship and all of that. She was asking, should I tell her or should I blame it on her brother? Because I slept with him, too. Bitch. Um, <laughs> so she said she didn't. She doesn't really want to tell tell the best friend that she slept with the dad because she feels like it will ruin the relationship, you know, their friendship. And also she would lose her babysitter and 
when she want to go out and do hoish things and have a hot girl summer, she ain't going to be able to do it because the baby is going to be there. Once again, bitch, um, your hot girl summer ended when you let old man river hit it. Uh, your hot girl summer ended four years ago when you was having a hot girl summer, winter, spring and fall. Like your hot girl summer ended the moment you heard it's a boy. Like not saying if you a mom, you can't go out and do what you do. Fine, cool, whatever. But don't be one of the parents that drop off their child at their mama house or their grandmama house every weekend. Or the, or in this case, the best friend. She said she was going to blame it on the brother because she slept with him too. And the best friend and the brother don't get, like, their siblings, but they don't get along. Like, she hates her brother or whatever. So she was just going to blame it on him. What should I do? Take care of your child, first of all. Second of all, tell old timer that he got a kid. Third of all, and I say that tell him because what if he passes away and not because he's old? No. What if he passes away and your child has questions and then y'all go down this long road that you don't have to go down with Either you lying, well, not either, but you lying, and then with the brother building a relationship with the child, thinking, okay, this is my son, and it's really his younger brother. Like, just because you out in these streets, busting it wide open, passing that thing out like it's candy at Halloween time, don't mean that your child should have to suffer. Like, if you're going to be a hoe, hoe in peace, hoe, hoe, hoe properly, hoe properly. That's what I, that's what I ask of you, ma'am. Once again, I'm not here to judge. You know, this is a judgment-free zone, but hoe properly, hoe safely, wear protection. Okay. Cause if not, then you end up, well, yeah, man, you are already there. So that's, that's the end of this segment. <laughs> um, we're gonna end this segment with hold safely if you're gonna hold it all. We're back, and quick, just a quick question Have you thought about your wedding day? Hmm, have you thought about your wedding day? Because I have thought about mine somewhat. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I'm not going to lie to y'all like that. This is a trust-building relationship. I want you to trust me. So, yeah, I haven't really thought about my wedding day. But I have watched these different shows. Say yes to the dress. There's a show I watch that's, uh, that's four weddings where four brides go to each other's weddings and score it, basically. And... Whoever has the best score wins a trip to wherever. So just watching that. There was a bride who, excuse me, there was a bride who her wedding was at 730 in the morning. Excuse me. Oh, 730 in the morning. Um. Ma'am, how did you how how did how did you plan this out? So I'm gonna tell you how this day went. 
she said in her interview, well, my guests will probably have to get up at like five um, and my wedding starts at 730. Mm-mm. No, 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 it doesn't. It better be PM. But hey, get to the venue. The sun is coming up. OK, it's pretty. But once again, I'm kind of irked that I got to be there at 730 in the morning. And she was like, well, if they really love me, they will be there. 730 in the morning. 730 in the morning. Who has a wedding at 730 in the morning? Hey, dare to be different. I got you. Understand. I'm all for uniqueness and being different. I almost said differentness. That's not a word. But I'm all for being out there and everything. Look at me. Well, you can't really look at me now, can you? Anyway, her wedding was supposed to start. Jesus, I lost train of thought real quick. Was supposed to start at 730. Well, basically, she had the reception before the wedding. Everything except serving cake. They had breakfast. The other wives were complaining. Like complaining, well, we don't have mimosas, and you know, I would have at least been happy with champagne at 7:30 in the morning. Sweetie, it sounds like you finna be at a meeting saying, Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I'm an alcoholic. But hey, once again, no judgment. But anyway, breakfast. Not dancing. The hall was a big hall. All of these tables are set out. Very pretty. Uh, About half the people showed up. If that many. But hey. It's 7.30 in the morning. So. She has the reception first. Next thing you know. You see her come up. Like. Not in a wedding dress. She got full face of makeup. Her hair is up in one of them old throwback auntie buns and got rhinestones in it. And you just, people just looking at her like, okay, uh, so we're going to get this thing popping or not? Because this food is cold. And what you're not going to do is at 7, 30, 7 o'clock in the morning, get me up, serve me cold food, and st- Still not have a wedding by 9 o'clock. So, baby. The wedding, I think, started at almost 10. The actual ceremony. By this point, the sun is all the way up and it is beaming. My light bright ass. High yellow. Well, I can't even say high yellow because I ain't high yellow. Ain't that some shit? My albino self. In the sun... No shade. Like when I said there was no shade, no covering, no nothing. It was a pretty view from the inside. Looking outside. Not sitting outside in the sun where <laughs> at this point Satan himself walking down the aisle with you high-fiving people. So they have the ceremony and then go back inside and the other brides are still talking about, you know, well hopefully they have mimosas. Now, it might be 10.30, if that. You ain't getting a liquor. Well, champagne. You, you, you ain't getting nothing that's going to get you buzzed. These folks trying to make it to work. They trying to get at least half a day in, okay? Everybody ain't like you. You're drunk. Um, 
So, I'm just thinking, you know, after it's all said and done, this was a competition. Needless to say, she lost. But she had a different type of wedding dress. Her wedding dress was like a turquoise color. And it had long sleeves on it. Ma'am, I know you hot. She didn't do a white wedding dress because her mom, she said her mom passed away a couple of weeks after she got engaged. And that the color of her dress was the her mom's favorite color. Which is all well and good, you know, pay homage to your mom. But you got these long sleeves on, man. I'm hot just looking at you and all I'm doing is watching TV. Which then makes me think about my best friend told me when she gets married that she wants to have an outside wedding. Or one of my best friends says she's going to have an outside wedding. Like it was probably going to be somewhere in her big backyard or something like that. And I was like, girl, I love you. I genuinely love you. I do. But please don't do this to me. I'm going to be right there on the side of you. Like I'm going to be supporting you. It's your day, your day about you. I'm going to be right there on the side of you. Got you. But please don't do this. Don't don't do that to me. You you see me. You see me. You know me and the son don't have a good relationship. Now I got to spend the entire day sweating in my dress. Smelling like banana boat and regret. Uh-uh. If you don't know what banana boat is, baby, it's sunscreen. Okay? I got to smell like SPF 50 or SPF 80. And I'm sitting up here looking at the groomsmen. Like, hey. And then depending on who your bridesmaids is. I'm looking at your bridesmaids like, hey. But I can't go up to them and hug on them. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Can't do none of that. Mm Mm-mm. Not smelling like a fresh camp. Mm-mm. 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 Please don't do that to me. She ain't do nothing but laugh. She was like, I'm not going to do this with you today. I said, I know, but still. And But she did. She was like, you know what? I didn't even think about that. So, people, when you're planning your weddings, think about your guests. Think about your albino friends. Think about those who are going to be in positions that you're not going to be in but for a few minutes. We got to sit and wait on you. And preferably, you'll start on time. Okay? But, yeah. I got to go get this sunscreen now. Matter of fact, I'm out here in, in the sunshine state. In a jacket. Got to cover up. Why? No sunscreen. Because I don't want to smell like banana boat. And we're back. I told you earlier in the show that I might have something up my sleeve. Well, I kind of got a co-host for these last two segments, y'all. Say, <laughs> y'all say hello to my bestie, my put. I talk about her a lot in my podcast, and she don't mind. So, y'all say hello to Raven. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Red people. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she real nervous. <laughs> she is real nervous. But, 
you gonna be fine. Okay. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> you just gotta speak up where we can hear you. Okay. That's all. So first off, hey honey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the questions we actually talked about before, you told me about the psychic, the um the woman who posted about the psychic knowing something bad is gonna happen and then still having to experience it twice. Yes. So my question is, if you knew you were going to experience something bad, it doesn't have to be something tragic, but if you knew it was going to have an effect on you that you knew you weren't really going to be comfortable with or be really happy at the moment, would you still go through it? Or if you had an option to go to kind of go around it, would you want to go around it? See me, I'm the type of person that want to stop bad stuff before it happens. So, I don't know. Because it's like, once you like, it depends on the situation, I'll say. Yeah. I think it really depends on the situation. But I am the type of person, I want to stop something bad before it happens. That PR in me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like to see bad stuff happen. And, um... I had to learn after my car accident (laughs) that I can't control everything. So I'm learning now that some things you can't change because it's destiny. You know, some things are just going to happen. But if I knew it was going to happen, if it was bad, I'd probably try to change it. But you can't help it. It, What if it's somebody you love? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's just like... (sighs) I know it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but let me just, you know. Yeah, because that's the thing. You don't know when it's going to happen. So, if it happened out of nowhere, yeah. if you had the option of, okay, now nah, I got, I don't want to do this. And he actually gave you that option, like, okay, well, let's get right over it. Right. Or, okay, God, I, I'll go through it. I'll, I'll see what the end is going to be in mm-hmm. this situation. I'll go through it. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Would you still go through it or would you opt I out of over it? Really? I'm just that scary. Nope. <laughs> I don't want I don't like seeing nothing bad happen to somebody, especially if it got something to do with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's kind of tough. You know what I'm saying? Like I was with this person and then this happened. That's sad. Yeah. It's it scary is. though. Uh, but I like to at least just you know, keep it, keep it like you know. I guess protecting the yeah. other person. You know, because what if it was just because of me that that effect happened to that person? You know. Yeah. Like, what if it was meant for you to go through that? Like it was your growth. You can't think about the other person, right? Because I feel like in life that's what we do. We think about the other people. We think mm-hmm. about the people it's going to affect the most. Yeah. Instead of true. being like. Okay, this is going to affect me the most because push come to shove, they can get past this. I got to live with it. I have to live with the memory of it. That is true. So, me personally, I guess, even though I would hate it, more than likely at the moment, I would probably still go through it. Mm-hmm. Because um, I read the post. I remember you shared it and I read it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, you, you grow during those times. That is true. And... I can't say, you know, well, I'm strong, I'm this person, but I never went through the situation that was meant for me to go through. And that is true. Because I didn't see what the end was going to be. 
a lot of times we give up before we see what the end is going to be. And the end was way better than what we imagined. Yes. Um, I spoke to my friend's father and he actually brought it to my attention. Uh, the millennials now of today, we choose to kind of run from our problems versus facing them. Now, he said it's because, you know, we got to learn patience and everything else and stuff like that. But he said, um... <laughs> if y'all hear some slurping or drinking in the background, it's the dog. I promise this is the dog. It's Tay. <laughs> he wanted to make an appearance. <laughs> he wanted to make an appearance. But he was basically talking to us about how, you know, we choose to run from things now and sometimes it's better to face them. So, you know, I do understand where you're coming from with the facing and stuff like that. I'm going through a situation now where I did choose to face it and the outcome is much better than, like you say, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, you got a point though. Yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of times, um, like my pastor, like one of his favorite things to say is faith that isn't tested can't be trusted. That's right. So if your faith isn't tested in a situation or you run into a person who's never gone through anything mm. and be like, well, I got the utmost faith in God. Well, really? What, you know, what have you been through? How has your faith been tested? Right. Well, I haven't really been through much, but I got faith that he can do it. Mm-mm. Oh, Okay, all right, baby. Well, I'm gonna leave you in this fake faith in the corner. Um, it might not be fake faith. Maybe you just ain't ran into your obstacle yet, where mm-hmm. you you have nothing to lean on except your faith. But yeah, I believe that's where part of your growth comes in. That that is true. Cause I've ran from situations. I've opted out of situations. Like, okay, you know what? No, this ain't for me. That could have helped me. It could have helped me grow. Mm-hmm. Could have helped me grow a lot sooner than later. I've opted to be in situations that I knew wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, eh, I'll make excuses. I, I'll make excuses for me being me putting myself in the situation. And in the end, it hurt me more than it helped me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was able to see you. <laughs> I learned I learned what I will and won't accept now. Yes, ma'am. So we got our answers. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go through it to grow through it. Okay. Go through it to grow through it. Every everything in life is either a le- a lesson or a blessing. And some I heard someone say everything in life is a blessing or a blessing. Because even if you learn a lesson from it. You still blessed enough to learn that lesson. Yo, I heard something this week. Everything we go through is not for us, but for somebody else anyway. So sometimes we got to go through it for the next person to understand that, you know, I've, somebody else has done it. Maybe I can do it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or maybe you're breaking that generational curse for somebody else in your future. So you don't really know. Right. You know, you just definitely, like you say, you got to go through it. So. Mm. Yeah, sometimes other people need to see your strength. Mm-hmm. Your strength isn't for you all the time. That's it's for right. those that's around you. Maybe even those people that you think, you know, ain't nobody paying attention to me. That'd be my biggest thing, ain't nobody paying attention to me. And I come to find out it's a bunch of people paying attention to okay, me. Okay, look. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what you, when they see you come out on the other side of a situation because you went through it that's and right. you came out on the other side you might got some bruises, some scars, some you got a story to tell. Yes, ma'am. But 
yo, you made it through. You got, you went over it. You went through it. You got some scars, but you still standing. That's right. A lot of times people need to see that you still standing. So go through your rain, go through your storm. Um, what's the saying? Pain, pain may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Go. cocoa butter on them skulls, okay? <laughs> That's right. Let them shine. Stretch marks and all, baby. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is where we going to end that. Go through it, grow through it, and keep pushing Y'all, we have reached the end of the show. I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope I've said some things that made you laugh to kind of take your mind off of what's going on in the world, at least for a little while. And my co-host is still here. Hey, Ray. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my co-host is still... Uh-oh, who is that? Never mind. It, it's okay. It'll be over in a second. But... Y'all know what this segment is, Unique Speaks, and either you get a poem or you get a quote for the week. This week, you're getting a quote. Don't come for my neck. You're getting a quote. Uh, All right? I've been looking for this poem, too, y'all. Don't, don't, don't. I'm on the same. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I just said. Red people. I just said, don't come for my neck. And we sitting next to each other. And she she come home and for my neck straight for the jugular. She bad with it, yo. Like she she knows she bad. Oh. She bad. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> we gonna get into this unique speaks this week. Our quote is coming from our co-host. So, ma'am, mm. what is it? So, it basically says your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. Boom. Right? So, with that being said, I feel as though you said, um, I'm going to say it again, the tone for everybody um, with yourself. Starting with yourself first. You love yourself. Other people will know how to love you. You know, you, you show yourself respect. Other people will show you respect. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's supposed to be. This generation nowadays, I feel terrible about them. Because <laughs> they just doing all kinds of stuff. You know what happened with the cucumber and uh-huh. everything else like that. When they do this type of stuff, <laughs> look how they reflect it. You know, yeah. what's, what's reflected back to them. I don't, you know, I want to say I respect them, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but it's you hard. Know, yeah, it's hard to judge, you know. But at the same time, like, oh my God. Like, what are you doing? So, I'm setting a tone for myself. I'm setting a tone for boundaries. Uh, setting, look, I only go this far with you, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you can choose how much of yourself you give somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you can't accept what I'm giving you right off the bat, or if you can't respect what I'm giving you, I'm not going to give you the rest of me. Yep. I'm not going to give you access to the rest of me mm-hmm. if... You can't respect what I'm giving you now. Yes. And like you said, you set the tone. You got to respect yourself first. I love I love watching RuPaul. And at the end of the drag race, you know, she'd be like, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? That is right. Oh, my God. If you can't show yourself respect and speak to yourself kindly, 
then you're not setting the tone for anybody else to do it. That's right. If you disrespect yourself first and then everybody else feel like it's okay to disrespect you. People treat you how you allow them to. And I ran across something on Instagram and the person the person said, you know, you treat yourself at a level where you see yourself at now. If you see yourself at a higher level, you won't allow anybody to disrespect that higher level. But if you see yourself at a lower level, then that's what you will accept. Lower lower vibrations, lower Yo. tones, lower speak. Uh, you will accept that that low grade. You're not, but if you're high, if you treat yourself high quality and you see yourself in a higher standard, you're not going to accept someone's low standard. Mm-hmm. You're not going to accept that. So, y'all, that was a quote from my put. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't tell them how long it took me to find it. <laughs> yeah, she got sidetracked. Now. I got quotes, y'all. Pinterest, okay? Y'all know how them, um, hmm. Them little pins that you be putting together, and it's so many of them because you see them, and you know, they're all just inspirational. But it's just like, okay, I couldn't even tell you who made that cool. <laughs> I just know it was one of my favorites. So, hope y'all liked it. Thank you, ma'am. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you for doing this with me, Pug. No problem. I know you was nervous, but you did good. I was. but she did good y'all leave some feedback let her know that she did good you know send me some messages so I can send them to her all right do you want them to follow you on Instagram and stuff they can you can follow her on Instagram at just underscore Melrose and that's J-U-S-T underscore Melrose M-E-L-R-O-S-E check her out don't go, don't go, don't go on there thinking she thirst trapping. Don't do that. She don't post thirst traps. All right. Don't come, don't come for my friend. Don't disrespect my friend. Big booty feels. <laughs> Got a picture that <laughs> Don't come disrespecting my friend, all right? Because then I'm gonna come for your neck. But <laughs> follow me on Instagram at uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. That's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y underscore spoken, S-P-O-K-E-N underscore words, W-O-R-D-S. And stay tuned for next week. See what foolishness I'm going to come across next week. (laughs) But until then, I love you, red people. Please remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. And if you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Until next time. Bye.